Well, hey, what's up, everybody? It's Pastor John here. We're on day 23 of our uh, 30-day Bible reading challenge through the book of Psalms. I really hope you've enjoyed it. We got one more week. Let's keep this going strong and let's finish out strong. Uh, Today, though, I'm in Psalm 117, and this is the shortest psalm. It's two scriptures. It's two verses. And so I'm going to read it for you. Uh, And so if you wanted to get Uh, If you wanted to jump back in, today might be a good day because it's so short, it would probably take you about 15 seconds, but I'm going to read it for you, and the psalm is uh, 117, and like I said, uh, it's two verses. This is what it says. It says, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. And I just want to point out, first off, this is the shortest song but it's also very powerful. So don't despise short prayers or short songs or even short times with the Lord, right? I think sometimes when, whenever we think that, that whenever we, uh, that we want to spend time with God, we think we have to, that it's gotta be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, one hour, but don't despise those five minute pockets of time that you can spend with the Lord. Cause let's just be candid. Like all of us have, have really busy lives. I mean, I got a wife and kids and church and responsibilities and and things like that and sometimes daily i cannot get in a one hour time pocket uh but do you know what i can you know what i can get in i can get in sometimes uh five five minute pockets you know and and what i'm trying to say here is don't despise the small times the short times with the lord that you can have where i mean here and i mean david just said hey praise the lord all you all you people all you nations, praise the Lord. Why? His love and faithfulness. Praise the Lord. And he was done. And don't despise those times throughout your day where you just say, God, thank you. Lord, I love you. I praise you. I worship you. Amen. And, and honestly, if you do that throughout your day, you'll have a constant uh, awareness of the presence of God in your life. You know, so, I, so first off, I just wanted to encourage you with that is don't despise the short prayers the short times if you do enough of those throughout throughout your day it'll put in your life an awareness of the presence of God but but what I want to point out here is David says uh, praise the Lord all you nations extol him and basically what he's saying is praising him and then he gives two reasons why he says great is his love toward us and his faithfulness endures forever so what so what David's saying here is y'all look Praise the Lord. Extol him, you peoples. Why? Because of his love and his faithfulness. His love and his faithfulness. And if there's a thing that I know that, that would cause us to worship and that would cause us to, you know, to what David says, extol the Lord, it is his love and his faithfulness. Scripture tells us that God is love. But not only is God love, but that his love Romans, I believe it's eight, chapter 37 or eight, chapter uh, Romans eight, verse 37 through 30 through 39 tells us about the kind of love that God has, that it never runs out. It never gives up, that it consistently chases right after us and that nothing can separate us from God's love. But you know what? I, I agree with that. But I believe if there's one thing that could separate us from God's love, it is it's us. And, and that's a crazy thought of how God is always reaching out to us. He's always chasing after us. But we can deny it. We can turn from it. 
And I think because, um, you know, let's just be honest, most of us are really, um, are really fickle. Uh, you know, like we can go up and down and some days we're hot, some, some days we're cold. Some days it feels like we got Jesus in us. Some days it feels like we don't. And I think that we can even sometimes think for us that, man, my love for God, my love for Jesus has gone out. When honestly, um, though your love for God might feel and be fickle, God's love for us is not fickle. It has been declared. It has been shown on the cross when Jesus died for your sin in your place. He forever said, I love you for all time. It was forever declared, I love you. His love is not fickle. And that's why I think David was saying here, praise the Lord, because though I might be fickle, God's love isn't. My love for God, my you know, fire for God might be on and off, but God's love for me is not on and off. It's always on. And I just want to remind you of that today, that his love for you so constant it's always there it never gives up and i think sometimes we have a skewed view of what love is because tim because many times the ones we love and we've you know the people that love us their love for us can be fickle it can be up and down and sometimes i think that we can associate god's love with that but his love is not like man's love his love is perfect it's constant it's chasing after us and that's why david says look praise him because his love is not fickle. His love is there. But then the second thing he says is for his faithfulness. Man, when I look back and just look at how faithful God has been, even in times when I did not understand, it makes me want to worship. And I just really challenge, challenge you to have times where you can look back and see where God has been faithful. Because here's the thing. We want God to be faithful, but being faithful takes time. You know, you can't, declare some somebody faithful if you don't give them time to be faithful and that's where it takes faith right faith is moving forward uh, sometimes in spite of what you feel sometimes in spite of what you see but I'm telling you as you move forward you will look back many times and be like now I understand why that happened now I understand why this particular person left now I can totally see why I didn't go to that college. Now I can see why this person and, you know, that, you know, that me and that person broke up. Like you can, you'll go back and you'll see the goodness of God, though in that time, it didn't seem like it really made sense, but God is and was faithful. And I just believe that we all need to set aside time and look back and see the faithfulness of God. And what, by you actually doing that, it actually gives you faith. It fuels your faith for the future. That as you look back and you see the faithfulness of God, it will be the fuel that you need to have faith to, to move forward and even handle and accept the things that happen in your life that don't make sense. I'll, I remember when God told me to go to Hagerstown, Maryland, right? This is when I was 17, 18 years old. I was trying to decide what, what I was going to do with my life. And I really felt that God was calling me to go to Hagerstown, Maryland. I had no idea why. And I had really never even heard of Hagerstown, Maryland, I just know that I wanted to have a time of devoting myself to the Lord after high school and to go to like a, a discipleship training program. And I met this guy at youth group on a Wednesday night who said he was starting a program in Hagerstown, Maryland. And I was really intrigued and I said, God, I don't know why I'm feeling this. And I mean, I never heard of this town. This dude seems weird, but I just felt called here. And so I said, God, I'm gonna take some time and pray. And 
while I was taking some time and praying and thinking, uh, my friend's mom gave me a check for $1,500 and she told me this. She said, hey, I feel like you're praying about something. I'm not sure what, but I felt led by the Lord to give you a check for $1,500 and I want you to take that check and put it towards whatever you're praying for whatever you're praying on. And the program that I was going to, it was going to cost about, or that I was thinking about going to cost $3,500. And so I took that as a sign of like, the Lord's telling me to go to Hagerstown, Maryland. So, um, packed my car up and went to this program. And I actually found, um, a prayer journal uh, from my first week in Hagerstown. And one thing I prayed, and I probably found this about a year ago in the garage. And one of the things that I found was a prayer journal. And in the first week that I was there, one of the first things that I prayed while I was there, I said, God, let me build and have relationships here that will last a lifetime. Okay. Now move forward uh, about a year after. So I went back for a second year. And while I was there, my second year, I got, um, I got put with, I got assigned uh, the task of helping to plant a church with a guy named Patrick Grash. And while I was uh, doing this task of, of, of helping this guy plant a church, uh, I mean, it was starting from the ground up. This dude didn't know where he was going to plant. He didn't know what he was going to name the church. He, there was just a lot of stuff that, that, that he did not know. And so you know, we were sitting down one day and we're just dreaming and talking. And he was like, dude, man, what what are we going to name the church? Like, what are we going to name this thing? And at that time, for all of you older people out there, and I'm 37, I'm not that old, but this shows my age. uh, You know, the band Lifehouse was really popular at that time, like in like the early 2000s. And just thinking about it, I just blurted out. I was just like, what about Lifehouse? And the guy, Patrick Grash, the guy planting a church was like, dude, I really like that. I'm going to take that and I'm going to use that. And so from there on, he took the name Lifehouse and started the church Lifehouse in Hagerstown, Maryland. That I'm going to fast forward here about 12 years um, to where in, in about 12 years, the church grew to be a couple thousand people. And they also launched the church planting network that Kristen and I eventually partnered with whenever we launched Lifehouse Newport News. So just check it, right? I was praying about Hagerstown, Maryland. I said yes then. Didn't really didn't really know why. I prayed, God, let me build relationships here that will last a lifetime. Fast forward 12, 12 years and I started and planted a church through that church in Hagerstown that I helped start and actually named, and I had no idea that I was actually naming the church that, you know, that I would start and plant 13, 14 years later. I can look back and say God was faithful. (laughs) I mean, God, and, and there's so many other small details within this story that I could tell you. But Lifehouse in and of itself is a story of the faithfulness of God in my life where I can look back and I can just unashamedly, undoubtedly say, God is faithful. 
and I'll praise him just like David. Extol the Lord, I extol the Lord, you nations. Praise the Lord. Why? His love and his faithfulness endures. And that's what I want to encourage you with today. You want to get yourself praising? Some, sometimes you need to pep yourself up some. Sometimes you need to encourage yourself. Think about the love of God that is constant and not fickle. And look back on your life and see the faithfulness. Some of y'all should be dead right now. Some of y'all, I mean, just, just, just to be candid, some of y'all should be strung out on drugs. Some, some of y'all should have 14 kids. Some of y'all should be in a lot worse circumstances than you are right now. But it was for the faithfulness of God. It was the faithfulness of God that kept you. So, so look, I want you to worship today. I want you to praise today because of the unfickle love of God and the faithfulness of God that endures. And let's do the last line in this short chapter that David said, praise the Lord. So I want to encourage you today. Praise him. Praise him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and faithfulness that endures. We pause right now and we just say thank you. I pray for every person listening right now. I pray that they'd have a praise break throughout their day. I pray that they would not despise the short prayers. They would not despise the short pockets of time that they can spend with you while they're driving in the car or while they're waiting in line for their Chick-fil-A or their... Uh, getting coffee from Starbucks or their, you know, you know, drive time, that they would not despise those small times to worship and praise and be with you and to practice the presence of God in their everyday, normal, ordinary life. And I pray that you'd fill those ordinary times with you. God, I love you. I thank you for these people. I pray that you'd fill them with your Holy Spirit today with love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lifehouse fam, I love you. I'm grateful for you. I'm thankful for you. I'm going to do a, a, a shameless plug one, one more time. Don't forget Lifehouse Live, August 21st. I think that's a Friday night. We're going to be gathering together. we got limited space. We want you there. We're, we're going to be safe, but we're also going to ensure that, man, that we, that we have times to worship together. It's for our city Friday. Just come out, hang, hang out with us. I promise you're going to be safe, and uh, we hope to see you there. Love you.